What smells like shoe polish? Be quiet. We have a promo to do. I'm Jeff Ferry, and this is my head row podcast mate, Chris Durkach. We are the hosts of the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We break down the Kevin Smith films featuring Jay and Silent Bob one minute at a time, starting with Clerks. I have a hockey game at 12. Chris, please. So if you've ever worked a dead-end job behind the counter discussing Star Wars while slinging coffee, nudie mags, and cigarettes... Cancer merchant! Cancer merchant! Settle down! Or if you ever leaned outside a convenience store, secretly hated all your customers, or closed your place of business to attend a funeral, you should join us at Jay and Silent Bob Minute on DuelingGenre.com as we discuss the milkmaids, berserkers, and the significance of the number 37. In a row? Come for the clerks, and stay for the rest of the Jay and Silent Bob Minute fun. Right, Chris? I'm not even supposed to be here today. Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we were covering mall rats one minute at a time. Today we are covering minute one twenty-two. Quite possibly the greatest audience question minute of all time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkoch. We made it! Yay! We made it! I mean it would have been 17 weeks ago if we would have just done the regular version, but we're here now. I think Rocky Minute started recording like 15 weeks past us and they finished before us. Yeah, well, they always finish early. <laughs> this minute starts with thanks from the director and ends with Jane Silent Bob returning and chasing Amy. All right, so we are going to mercifully push through the actual minute first, and then we've got a, we got a few questions from the peanut gallery that we're going to go through. Uh, again, like we said last minute, they thank Eden Prairie for all their help and cooperation. And then, of course, at the end of his movies, there's always a laundry list of people that uh, he needs to check, that uh, Kevin needs to thank. Um, for this movie, we have God for another opportunity to tell my stupid stories. Um, how much you want to bet he's not still doing that? I, I was going to say the same thing in his podcast. He's like, well, I used to believe in God. Yeah. So He thanks Scott for deciding not to hike around the world. <laughs> I guess that's what he was going to do instead of doing mall rats. Instead of doing mall rats, yeah. Uh, Jim, I guess that's uh, Jim Jacks for treating us like the Coens as opposed to the 20-something know-nothings we really are. <laughs> uh, Sean for bringing a pedigree to the project. Uh, Pearson for keeping me pure. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I guess sure I hope he means pure on the project and not a virgin. <laughs> uh, Mom and Dad for having sex all those years ago. <laughs> Kristen for playing Renee to my Brody far too many times than she should have. Now that's Kristen Mosier. That's Scott's okay. sister. So apparently she was the long suffering girlfriend to his bullshit. Right. Uh, <laughs> Bob for laughing during the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think that one aged too well. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even going to mention it to be honest with you. <laughs> well, at least the other asshole's not in here, so I don't have to go through him. Right. Uh, Dave for even prettier pictures than the first bunch. Walt for being the Brody template, Dixie Cup and all. He does tell the Dixie Cup story on several yes, podcasts. <laughs> um, Joey for being my. It's supposed. To, I, I don't. I guess, I'm assuming the misspelling is supposed to be there. So it says equator. Yeah. So I guess that's making them equal. I'm assuming this is an inside joke. To I the was rest just of gonna say. Funny. I hope it's an inside joke. That's what I was just. Well, he has it in quotes, and the quotes are to let you know he knows he's spelling it wrong. Right. It's E Q U I A T O R. Equator. Yeah, or Equator. I don't. Who the fuck knows? Uh, the cast and crew for humoring me. Uh, the front credit artist for lending us fat credibility in the world of comics. Of course, since this is 1995, fat, P-H-A-T. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cotty, I guess that's uh, that guy who I mentioned earlier for the cool book. Oh, yeah. Fits for the fanboy trading cards. The audience for showing up. Unfortunately, not in the numbers he wanted. <laughs> Uh, he thank. Lastly, he thanks John Landis and John Hughes for giving me something to do throughout my youth on Friday nights. 
Uh, I mean, if you could do worse than watching just John Landis and John Hughes movies. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, I believe we just covered a few minutes of a John Landis movie not that long ago. Nothing. You got nothing for that? <laughs> Into the Night? Oh, that wasn't John Landis. You stupid bastard. <laughs> I knew nothing about that movie when we went, when we went in. and I, I don't, Apparently, I don't you know nothing afterwards either. I say, I'm not even sure if I finished it. <laughs> <laughs> I did finish it, by the way. Uh, good to know. No animals were harmed. They were monitored by the American Humane Society. Color by Deluxe. Eastman Color Film. All the shit at the end that nobody's ever looked at. Panavision. It, yeah, stereo, DTS sound. This was number 34072 by the Motion Picture Association of America, 1995, Universal City Studios, Inc., uh, everyone in this is fictitious, I guess. Yeah, I don't know about that, but Stan Lee's not fictitious, right? And then that's the last of the credits, or so you think. That fades away, and then we see a big letter A for Alphaville, which I guess it was one of the uh, production companies, right? And down to the last three seconds, Jay and Silent Bob will return and chasing Amy. Um, this time they were actually correct. Um, after Clerks, it says they will return in Dogma. Oh, really? Which I guess is technically not wrong. It's just uh, three that. movies too early. Well, if they do return a dog, we... Yeah, it's just not for... They got to go through three more movies to get there. Or two more movies. <laughs> that's it, Chris. That's the end. We're out of here. Yeah. We'll, we'll a... return to Chasing Amy too. See you later. Yes. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> that's us walking away. We're done. Uh, but we thought before we got out of here, we would ask our multitude of fans if they would like to ask us some questions. Um, turns out that was a mistake, but we did it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that was a good idea, but... All right, so... Now we're stuck we're... with them, so... <laughs> no, hold on. <laughs> Let me get in there and see if I can open it up. All right, well, we can take turns here. Uh, do you want to go first, or do you want to go second reading questions? Uh, let's see what the first question is. You can't do that. Just say first <laughs> or second. I'll go second. All right. First question by Jeff Hamill. Uh, it says, he hopes he includes epilogues for both of us to let the audience know where your lives take you in the future. Chris, do you have an epilogue of where this takes you in the future? I didn't know I was going to need an epilogue. I'm going to say takes us to Chasing Amy. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> on exciting. The on, on the dog. Yeah. Or, or maybe I started playing drums for uh, Brody's band after he broke up with Shannon because Shannon Doherty because she was way too hot for him anyway. Uh, I believe mine has me uh, kind of being like Kane and Kung Fu, meeting my, leading my way across the country. And showing up in Portland to defend my title as the smartest man in movies by minutes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what I won. It wasn't just, it wasn't just a, a trivia contest about movies. I'm pretty sure it was the most intelligent. It was most intelligent in all of movies by minutes? I believe I it was, that. yes. Yeah. That, that's a pretty good title there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a title that I don't have and will not be defending. <laughs> you, should, you should change your Twitter name to that and your Facebook name to that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should do that. I'm sure there'll be no blowback if I do that. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. You can read the next one. Next one's from Steve Rogers, and it says, Other than obviously Brody and his shop from Strikes Back, what or who do you think will be referenced or an Easter egg made for a reboot? Now, do, you little, seen, do you have a little trouble with that? But, uh, yeah, I couldn't get it out. And I'm, <laughs> not like me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even drinking tonight. Um, I got to say, I've seen 100,000 pictures now from reboot, and uh, I believe everybody except for uh, the Scooter Kid is in the next movie. So, <laughs> You seen Jeremy London? No, I didn't see Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he just—he never crossed my mind as a matter. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about him. Everybody that matters. <laughs> no, I did see. I seen a bunch. Of, I see. I saw Justice. A picture with him and Justice. All right. Well, he asked specifically from this movie. From so, this movie. Okay. So, so I mean, besides the fact that he says like Brody's going to be in it, um, I'm assuming something. Like, um, Stanley is going to be referenced, obviously. Do we know Brody's Brody in it? I think he's going to be Brody and Banky. I would assume. Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably. I think he's Brody because uh, I assume in the comic shop. Oh shit! That's not chase. That's not chasing Amy. We see the comic shop, right? Is it? Um, that'll definitely be in there. 
I assume there'll be some sort of callback to the the mall itself. The problem was this one was so self-contained, it's harder to call back to without just having the characters in it. Like, you can have Shannon Doherty in it and have her play Renee. Right. But beyond that, I mean, again, you can have Ethan Suplee in it and play Willem and have him do like a, uh, you know what? That's one that I could say. I could see them doing uh, some sort of magic eye thing. I'm telling you, I tweeted Kevin Smith and told him to find Mike Kovar, the one we had on here, and... You know, it would be nice to do the Willem and him scooter scene. Yeah, I mean, that'd be great. Just have him walk up yeah. as a fully grown, you know, 25, 30-year-old <laughs> guy. <laughs> the scooter is a sailboat, stupid head. <laughs> this Ethan Suplee just punches him in the face. <laughs> All right, next one's me. Yeah, good luck with that one. I'm not even um, answering this one. I'm Jonathan Howe coming at us with a not very impossible question. This one's obvious to me. The question is, fuck, marry, kill, Brody, T.S. Svenning. It's obvious to you? Then oh, it's you obvious. Then you go oh, it's it. obvious to me. Well, you obviously kill TS, you fuck Svenning, and you marry Brody. <laughs> now, see, I, I went marry Brody, fuck TS, but uh, try to kill Svenning first so I don't have to go through with any of that because he's going to kill me when I try to kill him, and that's it. I'm done. No, he got to kill TS. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, try to kill Svenning because I'm pretty sure even at his age he would k- get me and kill me first. So. What are you talking about? He's going to have a wonderful night of lovemaking with uh, Svenning. <laughs> You seen that ass in those balls? I mean, he was doing good enough for her to pull him back down. So, oh, Sven, what am I thinking? I'm thinking you LaForge. stupid asshole. Wow, you don't even know who you're Svenning. talking about. I was thinking LaForge for some reason. Oh. Wow, <laughs> that's that's even better. Oh my god. <laughs> well, then I'm going the other way. Yeah, you're right. I'm going with your your. I thought for some reason I was thinking LaForge. It's too late. You're already married to TS. I don't want to marry TS now. Svenning's not going to kill me. I thought LaForge was going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just read the next question before I slap you in the face. Well, this one, he wants Doug Greenberg from Rocky Who? over there. Doug Greenberg. All right, read it as Doug. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't. I was going to do a Rocky impersonation, but I got a cold, and I, and I suck at impersonations. Anyway. All right, I, uh, I have a question I like answering. There we go. How, how dare you make us suffer through the extended cut? You know, it's like it's like a cut, but you know, like like it's extended. Like it, it's one of those extensions, like you wear in your hair, like it's extended. <laughs> Did you like my Rocky impersonation? I just went, uh. <laughs> yeah. What was that? Uh. Uh, it's like you accidentally pooped yourself. I-, I think Doug is fooling himself, and he loves this cut. He came on in the beginning, and he bitched about the you know the extended cut, but I think he he's grown to love it. He's grown to love the governor's the governor's ball. Yeah, yeah. He watches it all the time now. He you know he puts it on every night. The governor's ball. He loves it. Listen, you got to watch the extended cut to realize how much better the original cut was. True, true. One makes the other better. <laughs> it's like you have to see Rocky Five to realize how great the original Rocky really is. How all it takes is a few decisions to make a really shit movie. What do you mean, Rocky Don't 5? you dare start talking and try to defend Rocky Five on this podcast. <laughs> I'll wait. I'll wait till Rocky Five comes around. Maybe Doug will have me on. <laughs> I'm going to ask him not to have you on. <laughs> I'll just go in and point out landmarks. Hey, I know that one. I was there. Hey, I was there. All right, the next one is a. Uh, I'll read it, even though it's not really a question we can answer. Uh, by David Schmitz. How dare someone do a minutes podcast about my mall rats without telling me? I guess I have some binging to do. Well, listen, judging by what happened when we did Clerks, just do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, you want to do a mall rats podcast? Go ahead and do it. Go it's ahead. Yours. See, I don't give a shit. We're done already. <laughs> just go ahead. <laughs> listen, you could be the smart one and do the the theatrical cut. <laughs> People will probably like his better. He only did the theatrical cut. They won't yell at him. Uh, and then underneath him, John Breadstex Windsor uh, puts uh, Ned Ryerson from Groundhog Day going, bing! 
Which is good for two reasons. One, uh, Stephen Tobolowsky is awesome. And two, uh, I covered those minutes on Groundhog Minute. Right. I do remember that third one you covered. But why did he put that? I guess because of binging? Bing? I mean, I guess. Or he just likes Ned Ryerson going bing because he's <laughs> yeah. like, he's agreeing with him. <laughs> Listen, it's never a bad time to put a Ned Ryerson uh, gif up. Right. No, I, I like the gif. You're right. So uh, next here we got Rob Lumi, and he wants who? To- who is it? Ro- oh, Rob Lumley. <laughs> Lumley. L- Listen, uh, I have cold medicine in me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, he wants to know how many nipples everyone has. All right, eight. Moving on. I just have two. I feel. Like, I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like I got ripped off here. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I mispronounced your name there, Lumley. Well, yeah. Oh my god, stupid Lumley. asshole, Lumley. Listen. <laughs> He's coming on next year, and he may be taking your spot. <laughs> <laughs> he can. It's chasing Amy, and I'm going to be getting in trouble anyway. So. Uh, Tyler Boudreau, uh, just do a bunch of magic eyes. That'll make for some exciting audio content. Um, it won't for two reasons. One, obviously it wouldn't. And two, I can never fucking see him either, so it wouldn't matter. I can see them, and I don't care what Sean German says about it. He says uh, he called me out and said it's bullshit. I say no. I saw that magic eye poster. Well, listen, if anybody knew how to go through five minutes of dead silence, it would be Sean German. <laughs> Um, who did the last? I read the last one, right? All right. So you can read the first of uh, Steve Rogers' 17 questions in a row. All right. <laughs> all right. Are you ready? Well, before that, Jeff already posted, uh, that's all you got, a gift by, with the Joker on it, just to piss everybody off, just so you know. <laughs> now, Steve Rogers, I think he thinks we're doing a uh, vacation because he says, okay, Sparky. <laughs> <laughs> would Who would shock you more showing up in Reboot? Shannon Hamilton, Renee, or either London or Fellini? Oh, London and Fellini. Yeah, I assume that's supposed to be Forlani and not Federico Fellini, the Italian filmmaker. You sure? Because <laughs> I would be surprised if Fellini That'd be fucking up. shocking if a dead <laughs> Italian filmmaker showed up. It's, you know, I didn't even make that connection. I'm like, I hope, I hope Jeff knows who this Fellini is because I don't know who it is. <laughs> All right. So we got Shannon Hamilton, Renee, Jeremy London, and Forlani. Forlani. Um, why don't we put them in order of one through four, who you think is most likely to least likely to show up? Right. I would go most likely Renee. I think I even saw a picture with her. And then two, I would go Jeremy London. Yeah. Three, uh, I'm going to go for Lonnie. Uh, and then I'm going to go Shannon Hamilton last with this caveat. I could see Ben Affleck being in it, but he had he has specifically said he would rather play Holden than Shannon. I'm, so even if he can get him in, I don't think he's going to come back as Shannon. I'm going Renee, Shannon, London, and Forlani just because of that. He did mention that he would come back. But not a Shannon Hamilton. He yeah, but is that one of those things of like, you know, you're a super famous guy and they ask you like, hey, would you ever want to work with, um, you know, would you ever want to work with Mel Gibson? And you're like, oh, of course, you know, I'd love to work with Mel. He's a genius. But meanwhile, you're like, no fucking way. Like, would <laughs> right. I ever work with him? I just say it just to make everybody happy. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, my God, I'll be, he's going to be on re- reboot. Yeah. I honestly think he would do it. But, I mean, he would do it in as much as it's one day I got to show up and do a few lines and that's it. Right. All right, here we go. I will read the next Steve Rogers question. When's the last time you were at the Inspiration, the Monmouth Mall? And how fucking surprising is it that Suncoast is still there? <laughs> uh, I will answer the, the second part first. Um, the fact that Suncoast is anywhere is amazing. That is, that is pretty surprising. Um, and I'll tell you something that it may or may not be surprising. I've never been to the Monmouth Mall. <laughs> I got another one for you that's pretty surprising. I've never been to the Monmouth Mall either. <laughs> Listen, I try not to go north of like where I live in New Jersey because all there is, there's a bunch of douchebags up there trying to say that Taylor Ham is a yeah. thing. And I, 
once that they got signs that don't say pork roll and they say Taylor Ham, I turn around and come back. I don't want nothing yeah. to do with that shit over there where it says Taylor. Like Hamm. I, I mean, at, at worst, I will ju- I will just take the turnpike and just floor it all the way to New York just <laughs> so I don't have to be around those bums. <laughs> uh, underneath of that, uh, Doug Greenberg said Monmouth Mall is a national treasure, and and why would he know that? I mean, he's probably there instead of doing his job. Uh, Steve Rogers apparently loves the B Dubs there. Oh, good lord. Two, I mean, these two are. I mean, I think they're going on a date. <laughs> Steve and Doug. He's, Doug says you could sure do a lot worse. I. I oh, mean, sure. I think we. I think. I think we've made our match. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks like going, these two. These two will be going on a date, and it looks like a lot more. <laughs> they're going to sunny Florida. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you can read the next Steve question. Okay, Steve Rogers again. Since I just finished the Burbs, thanks for listening to the Burbs minute. By the way, he didn't say that. He said he finished the Burbs, the movie. He he actually uh, put on Facebook that he he was listening to the Burbs minute because he's he was all caught up on Mallrats. So oh my he, god, he was hoping for the Burbs to get him through the hiatus, but he's already finished it apparently. Oh so, dear God! Yeah, yeah, so he's got he's stuck without the hiatus. He said, "How would the Ropers fare on that block?" I think they'd fit in perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone on that block was a a looky loo and in everybody's business, and they'd fit right in. Yeah. All they do is get in everybody else's business, and that's what that whole block was about. <laughs> this is true. They might they have been once that started the whole thing with the Klopex. Oh, yeah. they would. You know who they would have been? They're, they're Art. Yeah. Yeah. They, Mr. Roper could have been Art. Yeah. Actually, Mrs. Roper used to be in a lot of people's business, too. Yeah. You know, they could have been the other house. Remember there was that other house on the corner next to Walter's house that we never saw anybody in? Oh, right. There was, like was, a, a, there was the extra house. There was a truck parked out front. We never saw who was there. The Ropers were there. Yeah, the Ropers were there. <laughs> so uh, we've already – Established team pork roll, team roper. Just say. Oh yeah, team pork roll, team roper. I mean, <laughs> these things go without saying. Yeah. All right. The next one, another Steve Rogers question. How long do you think that Brody late night show lasted? Longer than some of the crap that sprung out around that time. Chevy Chase, Dana Carvey, Magic Johnson. Uh, I'm gonna say so. The timeline can't be completely broken uh, because this is 95. Well, let's assume he's on the air by 96. Right. Um, but he's off the air by Jay and Silent Bob, which is 2000. Okay. So it's got to be three years. I'm going to say it lasted about three years. That was an average but, for some people too, right? There, there was a quite a few that only did like three years, right? Well, we said Arsenio Hall was like five, okay. I think. I think he did three years. It was pretty popular, but popular in a, a Conan O'Brien type of way. <laughs> like it's popular, eh, but it's never quite mainstream. Right. Like the people in the know like it. Like the, you walk around and go in the year 2000 and some people are like, ha ha ha. And then everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> uh, it never gets to like Jay Leno popularity, which right. is more of a reflection on the country than it is of how funny Brody would have been. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Chris. All right. So uh, Robin Burge, I'm trying not to mess up any, anybody's name here again. Uh, he wants to know what's a Nubian because we, we, we literally said put any question you want up there. So. So, it uh, is a, a native or inhabitant of Nubia. I was going with the first one. Relating to Nubia, its people, or their language. So that's what it, a Nubian is. Yeah, right. the, Nil- the Nilo-Saharan language of the Nubians, a goat of a short-haired breed with long pentan ears and long legs, originally from Africa. <laughs> I'm glad we can answer that question. Uh, next caller. Yeah, that's it. Oh, uh, wait, there was, there was there were two replies. That was anything... Uh... Uh, yeah, well, one's uh, uh, Steve Rogers saying save it, but the other one is a spaceship. Um, I think that's Naboo, not Nubian. <laughs> that's a Naboo spaceship, not Nubian. Ah, <laughs> it's from Naboo. He wrote Nubian. It's Nubian. All right. Uh, next one is, other than this movie, favorite movie with scenes in them all. I'm pretty sure we did this one already. Did, did Some, we? Somebody didn't listen to our older episodes. Oh, yeah. So someone <laughs> someone should. Hell. 
Jonathan House should get caught up. I mean, I'm listening to Mission Impossible too, and that movie sucks. <laughs> so what do you what do you want? Some payback? Is that what you're saying? You're listening to Mission Impossible too? He's got. I feel like did we do? Did I do like a top ten mall things or something? Uh, we we were all talk, we talked about it. I know we talked about it because uh, the the Dead movie came up and Chopping Mall uh, came up and what Dawn of the Dead, Chopping Mall, something else came up. So I can't remember what it was. Oh, um, I know one. Uh, Commando better have been on there. I don't. I don't know if Commando was on there. Commando's Maybe got like one of the best mall scenes of all time. Yeah, Chopping Maybe. Mall, obviously. Uh, I mean, Dawn of the Dead is the. Listen, I might have to apologize to Jonathan Hell. That might have been on a podcast we guessed it on, and we talked about scenes in a. The mall. fuck were we talking about? Who's uh, Who's podcast did we take over and talk about malls? Because I don't know. I don't remember if it was even. On, it's been one hundred and twenty-three <laughs> episodes, twenty-two episodes, Jeff. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> All right, so I guess we did talk about some of them. <laughs> okay, so what's your favorite? Um, I, I mean, it's hard to not say Dawn of the Dead, and I Dawn guess I would Dead. go original Dawn of the Dead, yeah. but just by a hair. I mean, I really like the new Dawn of the Dead, too. It just gets a little – they're in the mall, and it starts getting real weird. <laughs> right, right. No, it does. It's, wait, the new one is when they go out on the roof and start shooting celebrities and shit, right? Oh, yeah, they start shooting people that look like celebrities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I like the original better, but – I mean, I can't even think. Chopping Mall, I never seen. Yeah. Whoever the guest was, I can't, I'm, uh, it's coming back to me. Chopping Mall's got Dick Miller in it. I remember you saying that now. Yeah, oh, yeah, I get to. Yeah, someone's like, "Hey, stupid!" That was like two. It's gonna happen. <laughs> I hope it well, was. Did you have a stroke? What happened over there? <laughs> uh, you you did the same thing. You you petered out and then came back, but that's not gonna come up in the recording. And I'm leaving this in. So, oh, of course we uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Back to the Future. Um, right. Inner Space, a personal favorite of mine, took place. It starts in a mall. That's where uh, the guy gets injected with Dennis Quaid. Oh yeah, I can't really think of much else. Uh, if you want to, you can uh, go to Jane's Hot Pop Quicker Stop. That's where it was. It had to be in the Quicker Stop. I think that's where we were talking about it. We probably weren't talking about it at all. We might have been talking about it in real life. <laughs> I read things like, and I think I talked about this it. This is what happens <laughs> when you do movies by minutes and you're down to your last couple minutes. You're like, did we talk about that in real life? What's going on? <laughs> we're delirious. <laughs> Uh, John Candy delirious or Eddie Murphy delirious? Oh, Eddie, well, I like Eddie Murphy delirious, but it, <laughs> it, it didn't age well. real well. <laughs> it didn't age um, real well. Okay, you can read the next the next Steve Rogers question. <laughs> the next Steve Rogers question is what which actor puts in the best multiple actor performance in the viewers universe? All right. Well, I mean, first question is who does multiple character performances? You got Ben Affleck does two. Um, right. Jason Lee does two. Hicks. Hicks does like five. I mean, yeah. just from. Um, the most you, you, I, I'm tempted to go Brian O'Halloran except he's only does one that's a major character whereas I guess Holden gets uh, as you know Ben Affleck he's and a couple of their guys were in multiple movies because they show up in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back right. so like Ben Affleck is Shannon in this and then he's Holden in the next one and then he's also shows up as Holden in Jane Silent Bob I'm tempted to say him if only because his two characters are at least different like his character in this is just a pure type A asshole where in Chasing Amy, he's more of like a sad sack. Jason yeah, Lee's only like a 10% difference between the two movies. Well, you can't mess with it. Yeah, you don't want to change it too much. You want him to be what he is. No. I really don't count many of the other ones. Uh, you can go, you could go, how about uh, how about Willem from uh, from Clerks <laughs> when he's played by Scott Mosher into Mallrats when he's played by Ethan Suplee? I mean, that is a big uh, big swing there. <laughs> you know, it's a big difference between the two characters. So maybe <laughs> I enjoy uh, Joey. Oh, you know what? I didn't even so think about her. her. I need to yeah. re-examine my uh my my, my biases. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's great chasing Amy too. She's really good in, in Mallrats. Yeah, as much as I said, uh, like Jason Lee kind of carries this movie, and 
Brian O'Halloran kind of carries clerks. She carries chasing Amy a lot. I mean, Ben, a- when she's on the screen, yeah, when she's, she's on the screen, she's the, screen. the best thing on there. Uh, ben Affleck yeah. is fine. He's, he's not as good as some people say in that. And he's not as bad as some people like recasting couch said he was, but I mean, we'll see when we, when I got to watch a minute at a time, we'll see how I really think about it. <laughs> when we get sick. All of right. Him. So what's the next one? Am I read the next one. Uh, Robin Burge. Yeah, Are there any balls down there? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've already you've already said this to me off air. I literally I said this to him ten minutes ago about the biggest pair you've ever I seen know, there, I, Dingleberry. I know, That's what corks you, asshole! I forgot what you said. No, <laughs> oh wait. my god! Uh, oh ladies my and god, gentlemen, I will be looking for a new co-host for Chasing Amy. Uh, please <laughs> put your resumes on the Jane Silent Bob Quicker Stop. Um, please list your experience yeah. with Kevin Smith in general and podcasting specifically, because I got to jettison this loser who can't remember a quote from his own goddamn movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get out of chasing Amy. That's what I'm doing. You're not allowed to chase Amy. You're fired from chasing Amy. I don't want to chase no Amy. Says so why? Oh dear God! All right, read the next one. I know this quote. See, I, I, I'm, I'm on the movie. I'm on. That's what I do. The movie. I'm on. Robin Burge wants to know one more. Do you fuckers think just because a guy reads comics, he can't start some shit? And no, I do not think. <laughs> well, <that>. I mean, <laughs> start yes, finish probably not. You can probably start some shit and then get your. Get your face punched. You start some shit, yeah. <laughs> well, your glasses broke. All right, and our final question by a uh, <laughs> relative unknown, Steve Rogers. You won't be covering them since there aren't any Jay and Bob appearances, but do you consider other Kevin Smith movies, i.e., Jersey Girl, Zack and Mary, Cop Out, and everything from Red State, part of the View Excuse universe proper? I would say yes. There's no reason for them not to be part of it. Like right, they're just another yeah, they're, know, town there's or something like they're just yeah. There's nothing happening that, that precludes sense. them from being part of it. I would actually like. If something, if someone from them popped up, like if Seth Rogen as his character, if he was right. Zach and he just showed up. Yeah. I, actually, I got to take Cop Out out of there. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. You're right. Cop Out, well, you could remove because he just directed it. He was a, yeah. he was a gun he for hire. Just like, um, what's it called? What, what was the movie he acted in with uh, Jennifer Garner? Without a paddle? Without a paddle. Uh, That's what it was. Um, yeah, that doesn't count just because he's in it. Uh, I don't right. think he, he hasn't directed anything else, right? That was just, not. he didn't write. Well, yeah, but they're all after. Um, I mean, I would consider I would consider Tusk, Tusk. and uh, everything else. They're gonna be folded in because Tusk and Yoga Hosers are all gonna be part of True North trilogy when it finishes, and that is allegedly gonna have Jane Silent Bob in it. So that would tie those all in. Right. I, it's so bad. I'm sitting here, and I'm. Are there any balls down there? It's from the hockey. The yes, hockey Chris. Season. We all know that. <laughs> Everyone listening knows that. I don't know if anybody knows this, but I usually have a couple drinks while we're doing the podcast, and uh, Jesus. maybe I just forgot. <laughs> well, it oh was my bothering god! Me. No, I got it. It's I like listening that. to Star Wars minute, and, and the can... guy's like, "The Force is strong." With this one, he's like, "What's that? I don't, I don't. What's that from? Is that from a movie? <laughs> Did I redeem myself? Can I come no. back for chasing Amy now? <laughs> no, you cannot. I'll have a different guest host every week. <laughs> so I'm sorry, I, I was ignoring you because I'm going to I'm going to replace you with Rob, Rob since you couldn't even pronounce his goddamn name. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, I said Robin Burge, the other guy. Yeah, Rob Loomley. Who the hell's that? Oh, you oh, didn't even Rob say it the first Loomley, time. Yeah, I think you yeah. called him Lumley the first time. You added a B that ain't there. Lum, Lum. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. <laughs> now you're you better go on there and find one of his movies by minutes and listen to it. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say now? So what? We're what done. We that was the last question. <laughs> this is it. Oh We're my done. God. <laughs> this is what happens when I don't have any drinks when we podcast. Oh, you need to get hammered from now on because this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm I'm bringing whiskey next next season, so we're gonna we're gonna hear me talk about some I, stuff. I don't know the chasing <laughs> Amy's the one you want to talk about shit while you're drunk is. Yeah. Oh no, no, I don't think I should be. Well, let me tell you something else about how lesbians should live their life. I'm like, whoa, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna start. You're gonna sound like uh, Banky in that movie. Yeah. All right. So obviously we will be doing chasing Amy, as if there were some suspense to that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't know when. It's just whenever we. Get around to it, I guess. <laughs> Jeff and I yeah, are pretty it's, sick of it's each other. It's a lot, so. and uh, uh, we may ca- we may turn up on the occasional uh, guest spot somewhere. I know I got a Mission Impossible slot coming up at some point, where Jonathan reached through that movie and somehow found the worst minutes ever to give me. Um, yeah, it's a little bit of everything. There, uh, there's a lot of people staring at each other, and kind of like a coerced sex scene. It's pretty hot stuff, and it, it stars uh, perhaps the greatest actor of all time, Dougray Scott. If you're wondering who that is, he that's was going to play uh, Wolverine one day. I knew. Uh, that's yeah, because he's a footnote in history. That's why everybody knows who he is. Yeah, yeah. You know who he is? He's, um. oh, God, now he's, uh, no, I'm going to forget the guy's name. And he fucks up my whole joke. <laughs> it was the guy that, uh, it was the guy, <laughs> uh, you're, I, I'm going to, no, oh, I, struggle, struggle. No, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this because I know there's no way you're not going to have it. I think his name is uh, something Pip. Damn it! The guy who uh, Lou Gehrig took his spot. You don't even know the story. You have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. So do you know who Lou Gehrig is? Do you? Yes. He's the one that. I was right. Disease. It's Wally Pip. All right. So do you know why he's famous besides the disease? Well, yeah. He was a baseball player. player. What was he famous for specifically? Uh, having a disease. Oh my God! You're... Jesus Christ! No you no, are I the worst. No idea. <laughs> All right. He was famous. I mean, he was a great ball player, but he played for the Yankees. Uh, I'm going to try to find out exactly what it was. He was known as the Iron Horse because he played so many games in a row. I'm trying to find the exact number. That's a motorhead song. He played the most consecutive games, a record that stood for 56 years and was considered unbreakable. He played in 2,130 consecutive games. Whoa. Consecutive Consecutive games. He played every game. Yeah. Holy crap. Um, that record was considered unbreakable until it was surpassed in 1995, the year of Mallrats, by Cal Ripken Jr. Huh. Yeah, that's what he's famous for. And um, he got Lou Gehrig's disease, which honestly he should have seen coming. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say that same thing. Uh, the <laughs> other thing you might – the only thing you would have ever seen him for is he's given the speech that you had to have seen at some point of, uh, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Have you ever heard that speech? I do believe I did hear the speech. Yeah, because it's in a movie, so you probably saw yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's probably where I saw it, too. <laughs> you probably, when they were doing like old movies or something, you're like, I don't get it. There's a baseball game going on. Yeah, what's on. this baseball guy doing up there? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Well, now to go back to my original point, what happened was there was, and I'm not sure how much of this is apocryphal and how much is a real story. There was a guy named Wally Pip. He was a player, and he had a headache, so he didn't play. Lou Gehrig took over his place at first base, and played for 13 straight years. Oh, shit. <laughs> so it's the joke of like, don't give up your spot. Yeah. yeah, you better not. Yeah. Oh, my God. We somehow wandered into sports uh, and proved, uh, once again, that Chris doesn't know shit about sports. <laughs> I know wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is, there's no Lou Gehrig of wrestling. Unless you count uh, what uh, who held the title for, so, uh, what's his face? San, San Martino held the title for like 10 years. So Bob Backlund had it for a while, too. Yeah. yeah. Go back and watch their matches. They're boring as hell. There's All right, now that we've got on the wrestling, uh, Chris, could you mercifully give us give the plugs and get us out of here? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, you do that. I'm going to look something up real quick. You plug away. Oh. <laughs> we are the James Allen Bob Minute. We did Clerks one minute at a time. Now we're working our way through Mallrats. Actually, now we are finished, Mallrats. Mallrats is done. 
We did a podcast called The Burbs Minute many, many years ago at this point, and you can find that by just Googling The Burbs Minute. If you like our stuff, you can throw us a couple bucks and go to Public, search The Burbs Minute, and our designs will come up. There's like six or seven, and since I'm going to have a little free time, we're going to get a couple more. We're going to get a pork roll shirt and a rope team roper shirt up there. Yeah, you've been, I've heard a lot of talk and not a lot of action on that. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> All right, so... After we finished Clerks, we did read off all the movies by minutes that we're currently going. I can't remember exactly where we stopped, so I'm going to go from where I think we stopped, and I'm going to read off everybody who started since then. Um, it's up at like 125 right now, by the way. So it should only be like the last, uh, you know, I don't know, 20 or so. I'm going to start with Apollo 13 minute. Um, I am actually listening to that. Are you? Yes. <laughs> There's not going to be too many. i got to be honest. Everybody who's doing the new ones, listen – I love your stuff. I'm glad you're doing it. I Some of them I'm going to get to at some point, but if it's new, I have to wait for the old ones to end. I got a lot that are ending right now, so I may be starting something soon. I'm sorry. I'm only on Jedi on Star Wars Minutes. So <laughs> uh, Real Jaws Minute, uh, the Minute Podcast, uh, the Michael Myers Minute, the Lost Boys Movie Minute Podcast, Open the Podcast, Doors How, the 2001 podcast. Uh, now, I will say, like all these ones I'm doing, I do want to listen to. Like right. These are all movies and franchises I love, but my God, I just don't have the time. Uh, here's one that's going to blow your mind, Chris. We got Predator Minute, the Dark Crystal Minute, Dirty Harry Minute, Predator Minute. Oh, two Predator Minutes. Yes, and almost right on top of each other. Um, that's never happened before. Yeah, it's 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 never happened before ever. It's not <laughs> two podcasts going at once. That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, we got Mean Girls Minute, Frankenstein Minute, Empire Record Minute. Uh, You're All Doomed, the Friday the 13th Minute. Uh, Muppets Minute. There's another one. Oh, Dunstan Checks In. I was right. There is a Dunstan Checks In Minute. You said that. Wow, there is a Dunstan Checks In Minute. Uh, plan 9 by 9 to Plan 9 from Outer Space Minute. Dave made a minute. We may have done like these first two lines. I don't remember. Jurassic Minutes, Minute Wise, Matrix, another Matrix one, Mafia Minute, Independence Day Minute. Isn't there another Independence Day? Oh, my God. I, I don't know. Uh, La Minute de la Poix, uh, Fear City, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, or 10 Episodes. Ten, uh, it's about How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yeah. Marvel Movie Minute. Into the Night Minute podcast, the Bill and Ted Minute, Annihilation Minute, and of course, the Room Minute. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. Oh my God, another one you didn't get. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why do I podcast with you? <laughs> I'm not sure. All right. Yeah, make sure you check us out. Uh, you can go to Chris's uh, eBay store too, which I don't remember the name of. It's uh, Chris1200 on eBay. I'm going to change the name of the store, so I'm not going to say it again here. <laughs> okay. Uh, you could also uh, go purchase my book. It's a wonderful little read, The Dawn of Mars. It's on Amazon. Uh, you can also get it on Kindle. It's like two, three bucks. Uh, or you can get it uh, if you got a – what the hell is that thing? Audible. Not, uh, that. Audible. That's it. Yes. That's and, where I listen to it. Well, you can sign up for Audible under another email address and then get it for free. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I still get paid, so that's nice. But make sure you cancel because I did that to get the free <laughs> one. And then like three months later, I realized I was paying $14 a month for Audible. So, Well, which is great Like if you are listening to audiobooks constantly. It, well, it was. I went up listening to the Chris Jericho book because I had all these credits now. So I went through all this whole <laughs> shit off, the, off Audible, but then I had to cancel it. <laughs> all right. All right, Chris. Uh, final thoughts? Uh, I guess we'll be back for Chasing Amy. Yep. All right. The Jay and Silent Bob Minute will return for Chasing Amy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've reached that time of the year where we thank our guests who were good enough to show up and scuttle their way through the long version of Mallrats. Starting in no particular order with Matt Marchand from Rambo Mania. 
Would you like a chocolate-covered pretzel? Steve Lasto stopped by from the Princess Bride Minute and X Minutes. Everyone wants Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. And of course, Tim Root dropped by from 20 Years of Nitro. What, like the back of a Volkswagen? And of course, my old original podcasting co-host, Craig Cohen from Slycast. Hartford? The Whale? They only beat Vancouver once, maybe twice in a lifetime. We had Travis Bowe from Real Comic Heroes, and he's also one half of the Watchmen Minute. Cookie Stan's not part of the food court. Then we had Blake Riley from the wonderfully named Clerks Minute. Tell him Steve Dave. And then from a galaxy far, far away... Alex Robinson from the Star Wars Minute. You're right, Silent Bob. These sure were mall rats. That's the last line of the movie, right? (laughs) (laughs) And then beaming in, Rick Tetro, a.k.a. the Admiral from Starbase 66. Would you like a chocolate-covered pretzel? Then our old friend and co-host from way back on the Burbs Minute, John J. Galbo from ACPN. This is for Brody. <laughs> when he when he punches the Easter Bunny. John J. Galbo from ACPN. That kid is back on the escalator. John J. Galbo from ACPN. What, in the back of a Volkswagen? <laughs> John J. Galbo from ACPN. Schooner is a sailboat, stupid head. And May Renly dropped by for a... Quick talk, he had also joined us on Clerks. He's from the Goofy Movie Minute. That kid is back on the escalator again. Jonathan Hal was here from Minute Impossible. Breakfast, breakfast, schmreakfast. A truly special guest from the movie, Mike Kovar. Perhaps you've heard his line once or twice during the year. A schooner is a sailboat, stupid head. And part of multiple appearances by people from this podcast, Mike from the Recasting Couch came by. <laughs> you dumb bastard. It's not a schooner. It's a sailboat. It wouldn't be a year without Crystal Beth. And she showed up once again to drop her movies by minutes knowledge. That kid's on the escalator again. That kid's on the fucking escalator again. That kid's back on the fucking escalator again. God damn it. You fuckers think because a guy reads comics can't star some shit? Yeah, that's my fucking favorite line. That's it. Then there was Jason Hawk from the Atomic Trivia War 9000 dropping knowledge. Fly, fat ass, fly! The first of two Dugs, Doug from Good Times Great Movies dropped by. The other half of the recasting house, Chris, came by probably more than once. She challenged my libido, and I felt obligated to defend myself against her accusations. And then the host of our favorite audio drama, Immunities Drop by Bob J. Custer. And the kid is still sitting on the escalator. Bob J. Custer. You tell him, Steve Dave. Mike Cummins came in from the Tarantino Minute. Would you like a chocolate-covered pretzel? And, of course, there was Guy Hutchinson from GuyHutchinson.com. Um, the man who gave me my original start on my first podcast. What the shit are we going to do? And then from Groundhog Minute, there was Sean German. Chris and Jeff, you must combine your efforts. We also had the other half of Watchmen Minute, Eric Nash. A schooner is a sailboat, stupid head. Next, we had a shape known only as Robert Black. 
food court is downstairs, the cookie stand is upstairs. It's not like we're talking quantum physics here. Then from the airport minute, rocketeer minute, Apollo 13 minute, and probably multiple minutes coming up, the Jim O'Kane. Dirt Mall. From the mash minute, Tierney Steel. What, like fucking? From over at Batman minute, there was Niall McGowan. Oh, lots of women. Jagger and me, we had a running contest as who had the most. As a matter of fact, last time I looked, I was ahead. From our own home base on Dueling Genre, there was Doug and Jay from the Rocky Minute. Do it, Doug! And closing out our guest this year, Adam Sheehan from TMNT Minute. Don't make me get loose. And of course, a quick special shout out to a couple people who were not guests, but are a big part of us. Um, getting most of our information, at least the stuff that is correct, Steve Rogers, not Captain America, the real Steve Rogers. And of course, this podcast would not be possible without Dueling Genre and Mr. Scott Corelli, who could not show up this year because he was unfortunately too busy watching Venom. All right, pack up the truck. Get us the fuck out of here. What? What did you say? You're chasing Amy. What do you look so shocked for, man? Fat bastard does this all the time. He thinks just because he don't say anything, it'll have some huge impact when he does open his fucking mouth. Jesus Christ, why don't you shut up? I was yap, yap, yapping all the time. Give me a fucking headache. I went through something like what you're talking about a couple of years ago, this chick named Amy. When? A couple of years ago. Did she live in Canada or something? Why don't I remember this? Bitch, what you don't know about me, I can just about squeezing the grand fucking canyon. Did you know I always wanted to be a dancer in Vegas? Huh? But you didn't even know that shit, did you? Let's tell your fucking story so we can get out of here and smoke this. <laughs>